You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. And hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 110. Relationships we pursue, that we choose, can be fulfilling because they meet a need we have. We have a measure of control in these relationships. They are the low-hanging fruit of the relational world. But relationships we didn't choose can be just as fulfilling and life-giving. Keep listening to learn how. The other day, Janet and I took our twin grandsons out for breakfast. It was a send-off for Grant, who will be taking a leave of absence from his barista job at Starbucks. He's going to work as a counselor at a youth camp in northern Wisconsin for the summer, while George is staying behind to work at Target. When we pulled into the restaurant parking lot, there was an open space right in front of the sidewalk walking into the front entrance. I couldn't have gotten a better parking spot. And so I pulled in, and I have this thing where I, I tell everybody in the car, hey, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just drop you off here, and I'll look for a better parking spot. And then I laugh to myself, and no one else does. And as we were getting out of the car, I said, I said to the boys, do you ever get tired of these same old jokes that I tell? And uh, George said, uh, well, this one wasn't too bad, but the one you tell about getting a full-ride scholarship from the bus company when you were considering being a bus driver, uh, that, that one's getting a little old, that full-ride scholarship story. And so I laughed again, and uh, we walked into the restaurant. And as we were sitting there eating, uh, the boys were telling us about how their recently completed first year of college went, and Janet and I just marveled how they've grown in so many ways. We really love getting together with them, for they make us feel young. They make us laugh, both when we're with them, and then 12 hours later without them. That's when the humor of what they said earlier in the day unexpectedly pops out of our memory bank, like a cork from a wine bottle, and we laugh all over again. Well, our breakfast get-together got me thinking of what life was like for me when I was their age. They're both 19 years old. When I was 19, rather than working at a summer youth camp or an air-conditioned department store, I worked during the summer in a hot, sweaty factory with few windows. Yeah, Carol says she can hear the violins playing in the background. <laughs> well, the, the, the person I was at age 19 was largely the product of relationships I didn't choose. Relationships I didn't seek out. Relationships initiated by someone else. I know you have relationships you didn't choose either. For example, none of us chose our parents or other family members. In my situation, my mother was single when I was born, living with two female roommates. Because of how unwed mothers were viewed at that time, she placed me with a foster family. She would visit me most Tuesday evenings, as I was told by one of her roommates after mom died and 
2003. These weekly visits continued for the first 15 months of my life until my mother married my stepfather and I got to move back with her and my new dad. When I think of these early relationships I didn't choose, I think of how blessed I was to be the recipient of the kindness of others. The kindness of my mother not to abort me in spite of the shame she must have experienced. There was a kindness of her roommate, Kay, who helped my mother keep my existence a secret from their landlord and otherwise helped her be the best mother she could be from a distance. I learned much of my very early life from Kay after Mom died. Often when I was asking her what she knew about my birth father, she stopped at one point and said, You need to know, John, your mother was not that kind of girl. The firmness in her voice told me she cared deeply for her former roommate's reputation. Kay accompanied my mother on her Tuesday evening visits to me. Kay told me I was cared for well by the foster family I lived with. They were a very nice couple, she said. I've wondered about them from time to time, this foster family, these foster parents that raised me for the first 15 months. I thought of trying to track them down like I did my birth father, but I imagine they are deceased by now. But I also imagine that they must have been very kind to me because I trust Kay's impression of them. Kay herself, my mom's roommate, was a very kind woman, and though she never said so, I suspect she helped my mother financially before mom married dad. Then there was my dad. Kay knew him before my mother did, and she introduced them to each other. When he married mom, it got her out of the shameful jam she was in with me. He was a kind man to her and to others. And my dad's mom, my grandmother, was another relationship I didn't choose. Yet, she was the kindest adult I experienced in my childhood. Up to the time I was in first grade or so, she lived with us, and there always seemed to be conflict between her and my mother. Yet she never said an unkind word about my mom. Never any hint of disdain for her son marrying an unwed mother with a small boy at her hip. In high school, the guidance counselor assigned to me was a relationship neither one of us chose. Yet, her out-of-the-ordinary kindness had a profound impact on my life. Mrs. Roller pulled some strings to get financial aid for me so I could leave home to go away to college, a college where I first heard about Jesus, who chose to have a relationship with me. She also found a job for me that I worked during the summers of college and during Christmas break in December to pay for my schooling. It was a factory job I mentioned earlier. Since I was 19, there have been more people who have been in a relationship with me that wasn't their choice. But I'll stop with the ones I've mentioned. It occurred to me that the younger we are, the more relationships we have with people who didn't choose us. 
But as 19-year-old college students, our grandsons are entering a stage of life where more of their relationships will be of their own choosing. I pray they will choose well by calling upon Jesus to give them the discernment and wisdom they'll need to reflect the character of God in extending the same kind of kindness to others that they themselves have received. And may the same be true of all of us. So, what, what, what does all of this mean, mean for you, for all of us? Well, I have a couple of thoughts. We all have relationships with people who didn't choose us. And I wonder who those people are for you. Neighbors? In-laws? Your boss? Colleagues at work? Your children? Other relatives? The list goes on and on. Be kind to them. They didn't choose you. Pay it forward. Think of the kindness you received in the relationships from people who didn't choose you. Pass the same kind of kindness on to others. Certainly, pick the low-hanging fruit of the relationships with people you easily connect with, with people you choose. But at the same time, consider the possibility there may be a richness found in relationships you didn't choose if you just worked a little harder at those relationships. Now, if you happen to be in a relationship that is a difficult one, may God give you the strength and power to reflect his character well in that situation, even if the favor is never returned. In closing, I'll I'll leave you with this thought. Be kind to people who didn't choose to have a relationship with you, but who have one with you anyway. It will bring out the best in you. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. Just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. You can also share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. You know, I say this after every episode, but especially for this one, I would really appreciate any insights you have. I feel drawn to this topic and would really like to explore it further. And you could help me with sharing any ideas that you have. Well, in closing, if you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe if you haven't already done so. And certainly forward it on to someone that you think could find it helpful. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act on the relationships you have that you didn't choose. In doing so, you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today. I do look forward to connecting with you again next week. So goodbye for now.